taking the pulse of the city. The Capital Letter on Newstalk ZB. And we've been joined by the New Zealand Herald Wellington's Issues reporter. I love that. Why, why can't I be called the Issues reporter? That's pretty cool. <laughs> Georgina Campbell. George, good morning. Good morning, Nick. I want to talk to you about your column about, I mean, I said to Jack, Jack, uh, what are we talking to George about today, um, this morning? And he said, we're talking about her column. And I said, what, she started writing a diary? (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely a more personal column from me this week, Nick, um, with a lot of personal anecdotes. But it was actually sparked last week. Um, It's about the return to work after working from home. Well, you talked about doing your washing and your ironing and cleaning the shower. I mean, there was nothing, you know, about coming back to work there. I know. So it was sparked last week when I was, you know, due to come into the office. I slept in too late because I was used to being able to sleep in longer when I was working from home. But I didn't have enough time to squeeze in exercise, but I had too much time to get ready for work. So I cleaned the shower as like for sleeping in but it just made me reflect on all these little things you know when you're working from home um, you know you can squeeze in little jobs um, in between work but also you don't get that like social interaction with your colleagues and that natural conversation that sparks up when you're at work you know you have to schedule zoom meetings and phone calls um, at home when you're talking to people and it just yeah it made me think of all these kind of trade-offs of either one But I think, you know, like for me, I'm definitely going to have a hybrid model. Like I think a hybrid worker has been unleashed where people will do a couple of days at home and a couple of days in the city. And I just think the tide is so strong on that. You know, I can really see the benefits of having both. And so, you know, when people, you know, like Gub Shoes, for instance, last week, are sort of making this call for people to come back into the city – I think they will come back into the city, but just not in the same numbers because it's, it's, it's just a new way of working that I think is really convincing. Like if I'm writing a column or reading a massive document, it's way it's easier, it's easier to do it at home because I have you know peace and quiet and can focus. Hard to make a cappuccino if you work in a cafe from home, though, isn't it? I mean, it's, and I'm hearing both sides. I'm hearing hybrids working from home and working back in the office. You know, everyone's got a different opinion. But it was nice reading your diary. Now I know exactly what you get up to and how you lead your life and when you do your washing and when you do your ironing and when you brush your teeth. Hutt Hospital's main building, we haven't got a lot of time, but I've got time. Hutt Hospital's main building is in better shape than first thought. So is that good news? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I, I don't think it really changed the circumstances. Sorry, I don't really think it changes the circumstances at all because while a lot of elements in the building are no longer earthquake prone, after a peer review, they are still very close to being so, like right on the cusp. And when we're talking about a building that is a hospital, that's um, you know Dangerous. not really convincing enough for me. So just as an example, the concrete floor diaphragm has only been rated at 34% of the new building standard. So that is literally 1% away from being earthquake prone. So I think in terms um, of the decisions that the DHB has to make, I think they have a strong argument in bringing the Hiratonga block up to standard or rebuilding because otherwise, you know, they're really running the risk of, um, you know, if legislation changes, um, then these elements could be earthquake prone in, in a few years, or worse, if there's a significant earthquake um, and the hospital can't be used at full capacity because those elements haven't performed haven't very done. well. So, uh, very quickly, 
they they have to fix it. Are, are patients still going in there now? Are they still operating out of there now? I mean, operating as a, a hospital, not operating as yeah. doing operations. So at the moment, services and patients are still in the building, and the DHB is coming up with a plan to vacate it. And another story that I wrote this week actually reveals that the option that they're looking at is a prefab building and getting that on site, because essentially there's just not enough capacity elsewhere across the region that already exists um, for all these patients and services. Always a pleasure. Uh, Andy took a bit of your time today, so I apologise we didn't get quite as long with you, but always a pleasure uh, and a great read, a capital letter. We do it every uh, Wednesday. New Zealand Herald Wellington's issue reporter Georgina Campbell. Just go online and Google Georgina Campbell and you'll get the latest and greatest uh, every minute of every day because she's our issues reporter. If you've got issues, you'll be able to read about them with Georgina Campbell.